of Naked Thinking. Welcome back to our podcast. This is the episode two. I am Simsima Sound and and this is Sade. It's your girl. What's going on? Happy New Year. You know, happy to hear from you guys. It's a brand new year. Great energy. We about to get to it. So, alright. So the title of today's episode is Four Letter Word and It Ain't Love. Okay. And what is that word, Shade? Let's talk about it. It's fear. You feel me? And that's also <laughs> a sensation you get with fear. You, you get the goosebumps. Your hair start rising up. It's that fight or flight. I mean, so so, what what is your definition of fear, bro? Like, what is your what is your generalized like perception of fear for you? If you had asked me a couple of days ago. I would have gave you like a completely different response. But now I think it's anything that describes like what I just mentioned, like that fight or flight response, that brief hesitation, that brief doubt that you get, you know, you feel a prickle in the back of your neck, that funny feeling in your stomach. Now what causes it? Sometimes a scary movie, you know, sometimes like, a surprise bill. <laughs> oh, Mail be scary. <laughs> it's a yeah, fear. Mail is fucking scary sometimes, bro. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so it, it really depends. Like sometimes, like when I'm walking alone on the street, even if you keep that thing on you, you'll be nervous. Like walking over, you know, looking over your shoulder and shit like that. Like what's fun. going on? Like, are they going to get me next? Are they going to harvest my organs? Like, you know, if they, if they, you know, I hear Fucks. stories out <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that is a way, right? That is a way to look at it. But then I look at it as that, that energy you get right before you about to achieve something real great. You know what I'm saying? Like you about to do something, I don't know, impossible maybe, and you feel that energy right before you achieve it. And you're like, oh my God, should I even do this? Should I, like you said, fight or flight. But like, 
in a different way of like not facing that achievement. You know what I'm saying? Like not like trying to, you. yeah, like blocking yourself from achieving that one specific thing that you feel like you might feel that, like failure. Failure is a fear, you know? It's a true fear. And I feel like that, that for me is definition of fear, I guess, in a way. But some people don't really yeah, yeah. fail at, I don't know, you know, getting mugged, you know what I'm saying? Or like you said, a scary movie or something like, that's a totally different fear, you feel me? But what I'm saying, when you have an affair between blockers between yourself and not achieving something that you want to do, that is a failure, failure of fear to me. You know what I'm saying? Does it, yeah, I get that? That's, that's really deep. No, I get, I get what you're saying there, bro. It's like that, that fear of not achieving, like that doubt that you also get, like, damn, what, whatever is the worst possible scenario that you envision in your brain, if you don't complete a certain task, that's what, that's how you're going to end up, you know? And that's, that's a scary feeling. OD. OD. So what are you afraid of? real locked in. What what am I afraid of, bro? I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. hitting you. I'm hitting you all these questions. Let's get it. Nah, bro. You you must not have heard, bro. I, I gave you different scenarios. But for you, nigga. The, excuse me. For Personally? You. Yeah, bro. I'd have to give the same response. You know, that fear of failure. You know, that fear of, like, not amounting to something. And it's kind of interesting because that that could be really crippling you know like that fear of not being able to achieve something can actually like cause you to not do anything which is really really interesting in itself you know uh, yeah that's uh, one of my fears fear fear i feel like will set you back it's a never-ending cycle bro what about you i i fear being stuck you feel me like i deeply fear that like, I deeply fear being, like, mentally stuck and not wanting to be open anymore and achieving anymore because I feel like we all get content and comfortable sometimes, but to get uncomfortable takes a lot of discipline and takes a lot of, like, routines changing and stuff like that. So, like, I constantly want to try to do that, and I think that will be my life like New Year's res- resolution for real for is to be open to new things and try new things and push myself self further than what I'm doing. I, I know with like, I feel like I'm doing a lot, but I, I want to do more in a sense. So, but I also want to, you know, make sure that I'm giving back to myself personally. Um, sometimes you feel like you, you give so much to the world that when you look back, it's like, is this something like, am I still myself, you know, at the end of the day? Damn, so like, would you feel like that kind of ties into, like, in a sense, are, do people have a fear of not being them? Like, not being true to who they are, as That's, well as a fear is, like, not being able to accomplish something. That's a big fear, for real. And sometimes it's not even, <clears throat> it's not even noticeable because you're so content sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Until you get like a glimpse of, oh wow, like I used to 
played basketball. You know, I could have been a basketball player, but I ended up a, you know, a plumber. Nothing wrong with being a plumber, but you know, their dreams get pushed aside because of that fear of not achieving to the next level. You know, of what they could have been. You know, I I don't want to look back and say I could have, I should have, I did it, I would have, I should have. You know, I don't. That's that's a big fear too. Mm-hmm. yeah so can you so can you tell me about a time that that happened bro like what's an example where like you were faced with that conflict or like you you probably didn't feel like you weren't being true to yourself but at the same time you had a fear of like letting someone down when I left the military I feel oh, like yeah, I'm personal here <laughs> it's a veteran here y'all that was my like kind of way of like proving to myself that I could do more on my own. But it's I walk through fear every time. Like I walk through fear when I'm supposed to be. I walk through fear when I'm, you know, when we're doing this podcast. Like, are people gonna like it? Like, or am I gonna make a difference by myself than versus with that uniform on? So that was my biggest like. I could have stayed. I could have went. I could have. I could have done this. I could have done that. Like that was my point in life where I was like all right so what am I going to do now and then like the music came in and working with kids came in and so like right now I feel like I'm working towards a a goal that I can't even see (laughs) you know what I'm saying like I'm walking towards something that that might just fall into my lap if I just continue on this pathway you know but it's still scary as fuck (laughs) you feel me so like Mm. that was all these like multiple turning points, like moving to Virginia, like <laughs> that was a turning point. Like, am I gonna like it? Are people gonna be receptive to me? Like, am I gonna find a job that's for me? And that's that I know like I feel safe at. Cause you know, I mean, people say like, oh yeah, like things have changed for, you know, LGBTQ and all that. But, and I, I had a corporate job when I first got here and this, this shit was trash. <laughs> Like the environment, you know what I'm saying? Like it didn't feel welcoming to my to my life, my style, my energy, you feel me? So like now I'm doing something that I love, but it's scary. So would you so would you say that like it was scary like starting out because you're not sure like how like like you said, you're you feel like you're working towards something, a goal, but you don't see the end in sight. But like once you were once you started on that road, once you started the process, did you feel like you started being more true to yourself? Like just a bit more? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I really fear fucking snakes. Like I used to have this recurring dream about um So you fear both being stuck and then you also have a fear of something like tangible and real, like snakes. Yes. Those 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 ones with the necks that come out like a heart. What are the ones? You know what I'm talking about? Cobra. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's yes, like a, a fucking cobra. cobra. Yes. Like I fear that shit. I used to have a dream that that like I was walking in an amusement park at night and a cobra was just under like a carousel. Like I was about to go walk to the towards the carousel and I see eyes under the carousel and it was a cobra. And the cobra just jumped out at me. Like that was my recurring nightmare. That shit is so I fear the bitches. So is this like when you moved out of New York? Because there ain't too many cobras in New York for you to have that type of 
Not I, no, it was when I was in Providence. It was when I was yeah. in college. But like I would have that shit over and over and and I don't even know like you know how people say snakes snakes give you like and in your dreams snakes give you like it's it's a symbolism for something else. But like I still can't like I still don't know what it is and I probably would still have that dream. So yeah, we could look that up. You know, symbolism for snakes. What that means, shit like that. Um, Cobra. Yeah, cobra. What does the cobra mean? You ever had a recurring? Um, yeah, I've had I've had dreams that scared the shit out of me. You know, like my definition of fear is also like you were saying, like feeling stuck a little bit. But then I also um had had a had a fear growing up of of this fictional character called Candyman. Um, I've woken up. And, and like drenched in sweat and my heart oh, beating shit, fast. Bro. and like and it was no no it wasn't from Candyman in my dream Jesus Christ I think my my heart probably would have left my body in my sleep. yo I'm saying I'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but I, I had a dream that like I was being chased and it's funny because you you could kind of see it, it was real like black and white and as I'm running you could kind of see the 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 pavement like as it's going like as I'm going by the pavement is oh kind of like dramatizing like the distance I'm trying to put in between me and my chaser <laughs> and I don't know how I woke up but I woke up I was like sweating my heart was beating fast and I was just like what the fuck was that you know um did I maybe have an experience where I thought someone was following me and trickled onto my dreams I don't know I really don't, but I have a, uh, I kind of relate fear to that, like a, a sense of danger or the presence of danger, but you're not really too sure, you know, whether you're in a dark parking lot by yourself or you're in a shopping complex and you're the only car there and there's that one light flickering by the door, <laughs> but the rest is dark, you know, mm-hmm. just that real ominous feeling that I associate fear with. And do you think that's like you think do you think like that's like installed in us as a society? I'm I've been thinking about like how literally like do you ever think like if there wasn't like alarm and an alarm and flickering lights on an ambulance, would we really think it was a fucking ambulance? Do you feel what I'm saying? Like, do you think like, they installed like the idea of like clowns and scary the way scary movies is portrayed so like we're we're afraid of like guts and like the insides and maybe that put fear in people going to the doctor like do you think that like that like media has a way and like the way they portray things has a way to like direct our fears no you talking about like kind of predictive programming in a sense yeah yeah they're they're domesticating us to think and feel a certain way that's how I feel about the the light the flickering light in the parking lot that that was that ass because I'm the first thing I thought about was a fucking movie I'm like oh yeah that movie and it's like wow like why do I think about a movie like I've never had an experience where I was like damn I'm in a fucking parking lot by myself let me get the fuck out of here you know not saying it don't happen but for people that you know experience that shit, my fault. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. 
Um, I, I definitely do agree that we're conditioned or programmed for a certain thing. I think also too, because for you to say that or 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 to throw the theory out there that maybe we're we're programmed to to fear certain things or even think that certain things are scary we can also throw out that like the same can be can be um said true for for people who commit those scary acts you know they see it's being done on television and maybe it gets them excited like oh wow look at the blood splattering or oh wow look at the way those people are getting scared or like oh wow that's how you get away with a crime you know, or my, yo, I used to be obsessed with this TV show. It was called How to Get Away with Murder. Yes, and, that's my shit right there. Yo, bro, Viola Davis played the hell out of that role. Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> Shout out to Shonda Rhimes on that. Really. Did write that, right? Yes. Very Shout out to her. Definitely. She did Grey's Anatomy too, right? Grey's Anatomy. She did, what else? She did Bridgerton. Scandal. Yes, Scandal was <laughs> Crazy. Facts, facts. He's talented though. That that's a yes, fact. Thanks. But it's like I think that the things that we're shown do does dictate our reaction and our behaviors and how we interact within our society. You know, do do we all have a collective fear? You know, maybe, like you just said, like with the as soon as I said the flickering lights, you thought to something. So maybe we all collectively, because of what we've been shown or programmed to think as youth, we have we all collectively associate certain things with that idea of fear. Uh, That's uh, pretty. How how is how is who you are affect who you, what you are afraid of? Whew. I think as as just a, a <laughs> oh I always say this as a as a black woman as a black lesbian woman I am afraid of the cops. Like I feel like as who I am I am afraid of the cops still to this day. Like I, there's not a moment interaction with the cops I'm like oh my god here we fucking go. It could even be a, hey, miss, do you need any help? I'd be like, no. Because, <laughs> like, I just fear that shit. I fear what to go, what, what goes next. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fear, I fear, I fear the laws that's about to come out. Like, hopefully they don't reverse, you know, same-sex marriages before, you know, I, I'm able to get married. <laughs> like, that's that shit is a fear for me. Like, a big fear. And it's a big thing that I think about. I fear, like, since they're going in the route of abortions, maybe they'll stop, um, you know, people that want to have a baby on their own. Maybe they'll stop that. And, you know, like, it could go many different ways. And, and that's what I'm afraid of because my lifestyle is not the right agenda's lifestyle. So, or, you know, it's it's not the societal... It's not the traditional societal norm. I should I should say it like that. So like I I'm fearful every day of that being being who I am. What about you, bro? No, that that kind of makes sense. It's kind of like dive into that. You're 
because you're you're a part of a greater whole of society you're you're you have a fear of like how they then like whatever laws they they then decide to implement or whatever direction they decide to move in because you know every four years is a change <laughs> and and sometimes like if we've noticed that I guess within the past like eight 12 years sometimes this drastic change or sometimes it's just like a, barely a minimal change so those are very very realistic fears bro and it's scary to think about that too like depending on who we have in power what what their ideals are our livelihoods can change at the say so of someone else that's just by the say so of somebody else can you believe that and no amount of money no amount of anything no amount of anything you have it's just about who you are that's fucking crazy i think the goal is to get rich so that way we can impact those laws too because i mean that's what they all do right they buy out their lobbyists. Now, let me stop. <laughs> get deep. Get deep, man. Nah, they do. They do. That's exactly why certain uh, corporations give money to, you know, certain the lobbyists. Yeah, politicians and stuff like that. Like, because they want the world to run in a certain way. And that's sad to say, but like, there's so many so many and that's why we started the when i say we i mean as black people like we started our own but who's to say that they're protecting us the same way you know our own people corruption can can run deep bro what i'm not even gonna hold you a lot of us that come up and and we have success stories and we're on the right path of changing things for a lot of us that come from nothing you know it's real hard when we're presented by the powers that be a a certain amount of zeros in a checkbook or even certain threats to to our livelihood or the people that we love livelihood sometimes you know your thoughts could 100% go in a different direction you know sometimes you don't even mean to sell out but it's like what other option do you really have you know and that's kind of it's kind of sad that ties into one of my fears direction in which this world is going in bro you know it's real it's real scary what we've normalized what we kind of like become desensitized to um you know certain wars that are that are going on right now present day it's just kind of surprising to see the the stance of of certain um of certain institutions in which feed us information it's real it's real startling to kind of see the stance on that especially because i feel like that plays in in tune with what we were talking about our fears you know and that predictive programming we get shown certain things and then we're we're then on a subconscious level trained to think a certain way because of that it's very scary literally <laughs> literally and 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 the, the the craziest thing is that they are mad because when I say they, I mean like the government, you know, the old heads that are in Congress and stuff, like they are literally mad because we are learning what they have done for us, what they have done to us for the longest of time. And now we're learning the rules and the ways. And I feel like reversing the abortion law was just the beginning and the 
don't say gay bill was just the beginning and like something something is coming on the other side that I fear like tremendously like going into this <laughs> election like I I fear it I fear it I fear it because who's to say there's somebody there speaking for the people that work day to day you know who's to say there's somebody speaking for the people that are entrepreneurs who is who's to say there's some somebody speaking for artists like art is dying bro <laughs> that is a scary thought art is fucking dying you know what i'm saying like there are the the rise of starving artists is really becoming a thing and i don't know if it's because they see the limelight and they think oh this is something that i want and something that i need to chase in my desire or if it's or if they're saying this is my dream since the beginning and i just can't get through because there's so many mediocre mediocre people you know, corrupting their way through, you know what I'm saying? That there's so many, like, shitty art out there that it's hard for the real art to come through. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that's such a scary feeling. And it's, and if it continues that way, it will fucking die. (laughs) And if there's nobody to say like, hey, something is wrong, that shit will die. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, I feel like that kind of also, well, actually, before I even give my opinion, because I need some clarification on that. Now, are you saying real art is dying because no one has an interest in it anymore or because there's an oversaturation of what people will call art, but it's actually really trash? Both. Both. Both, bro. Think about that. Both. And it's happening at the same fucking time and nobody is like talking about it don't you think people don't care because it's an oversaturation no nah, i'm gonna say this i was, I was uh, probably probably gonna be people in the comments or people watching this they gonna think what they think but say how you feel if that's the case sexy red shouldn't should not one song of the year <laughs> like she should not have won song of the year from from rolling out song of the year this has been a crazy ass year that was the song of the fucking year Ski. but i think that's also in tune with what's going on though bro like no cap we're we're being taught to think a certain way an oversaturation of certain things and then who who they're promoting like what who who they're putting in the forefront to win like what they're actually promoting you know what i mean you you don't and this is a an an age-old argument as well you know about the good person the good man the good woman and then the street nigga or the or the or the hoe for what i'm saying and if you look at music and its evolution throughout the years and how it's changed, I want to say within the past, like maybe five years, five, six years, to to people looking at lyricism, flow, the overall composition of how something is constructed to now what's catchy, you know, how how cool is the beat? Can the beat be played in a club? The beat is better than the fucking lyrics now. Yo, bro, beat is way better than the 
than the lyrics. Cause you know why? Cause all people want to do these days, bro, is you know, spend money and have a good time. They want to shake some ass and vibe. <laughs> That's what they want to do. They want to set a a, a a perception that is not even theirs. The people that are probably listen to that is probably the nine to five girl, like the good girls that you're talking about is because they don't live that sexy red life or able to portray that sexy red life in their real life. So they, so they may, they may, you know, cling to her more or the ones that are actually out there giving it up or saying it loud and proud. I'm a hoe and you know, that's what it is. And yeah. they're clinging to that too. But it's just like, mm. There's so many good, and I see that shit, and I said, there's so many good out there. There's so many, like, actually putting out a message. That's what music was all about in the beginning, like, putting out that message. And that shit is, I don't know what the message is now. That's the scary part. That's the fear. What's the message of music now? I think it's to have a good time, shake some ass, and throw some cash, baby. No, I think, I think maybe, like for the past four years now, bro, people have been on a on a constant state of survival that we just look to have a good time. I think people are beaten and weary and just too down to really fight. Like, don't get me wrong though, you do see certain things where some people are tired because you know when people get tired, they they no longer give a fuck. They don't give two cents. They they ready. Like when people are tired. Of being treated a certain way, you're being looked over, or being trampled on. They get up and then they start to fight. And that's what's scary. Uh-huh. People like that have nothing to lose. So they they fight with like everything within them. And I think that's like either where we're heading towards. You know, we're either gonna see people conforming or people fighting. You know, fighting for their freedoms, fighting for their liberties, fighting for like good music fighting for like how they want to live the right way to live and not some like corrupt conforming perverse nonsense because it, it, it's it's definitely out there it's definitely being dangled in our face bro and I think that's one of my biggest fears too like like how far like how how far are we willing to just accept shit before we say all right enough is enough that's, that's my like what and, and what you were saying with the music like how long would this mediocrity last before people say all right this is really bullshit you know i think a part of it has to do with like how sensitive we are these days like everyone wants to be so politically correct they're afraid of offending other people but sometimes you gotta you gotta be honest whatever happened to the truth that's fine let us know. Let us know. Let us know your fears. Let us know how y'all got through them. Let us know y'all, y'all overcoming, you know, situations. We would love to hear it all. You know, as always, like, comment, subscribe. And Shade, do you have any closing thoughts? No, I think you said any, everything. You know, like, comment, subscribe. But we out of here. All right. So that's the wrap it up. With episode two, four letter word and it ain't love. What is it, bro? Fear. <laughs> <laughs>